We should be good. We're good? Yep. Did you start it? I did. We really need to do a countdown from now on, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like Wayne's World, where he's like, three, two, and then he, he does the thing, and they're just like, they freeze up. <laughs> party on, Wayne. Uh, party on, Garth. So, all right, we are, we're back for week four, right? No, 4.5 was last week, right? So this is episode five. Yeah. Um, Return of the Jedi. No, that's Empire Strikes Back, right? Yeah, it's it's New Hope Empire, then Return, right? Yeah. It's I fucked up so. that I don't remember my order of stuff. I know, I, like, I know the content in order. <clears throat> Anyways, so we're actually recording on Monday night. It seems very... It sounds like my voice is louder in here today. Maybe it's because there's less like noise going on downstairs. Maybe. I just I think we're used to like the hustle and bustle of the pizza joint and like everyone. So it's I hear like my voice really loudly, and I probably have the. It's because I'm louder in my headphones. That's what it is. Yeah. We're good. Um. So we're it's Monday. Normally we record on Sunday, and we did record yesterday. Uh. But I was, I didn't like it. I didn't like the podcast. I I thought about it all night. I didn't sleep. Um. It's not an exaggeration, dude. I did not sleep last night because I was, I was like, oh, we're going to put this podcast up and like what little nerd credit I have is going to go out the window because I know what the fuck I was talking about. Um, I kept confusing like three different storylines. I was like, yeah, man, in Age of Ultron, they do this and that. And then like I got home and I looked into it. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like somebody's going to like the one person that listens and knows anything about comics is be like, I'm never listening to this shit again. <laughs> this dude does not know what he's talking about because I was... I was trying to, I was, we were trying to explain Captain America, the new Avengers movie, and like how they got to these storylines all at the same time. And I was having a hard time keeping up. So I apologize, but no one's ever going to hear that podcast. Uh, so it's okay. <laughs> or maybe we'll put it out on cassette. Yeah. It'll be like the Star Wars holiday, holiday special. And this is so fucking bad. <laughs> like, we have two lost episodes now. So we do. One of them is like half a gig. So that'll be like a, a CD release. <laughs> Do you want a fucking A-side tape? Here you go, man. It's a CD with one podcast on it. So so it's Monday. Um, so we're going to quickly go over some stuff we did yesterday. But uh, it, it kind of plays to our advantage because Game of Thrones was after we recorded last night. It was a pretty good episode, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, so last week, we did do a top five animated. We were going to set up a top five animated list. Um, do you still have your yeah. list? Or do yeah. you still remember it? Yeah, I still got it. It's going to be really bizarre doing all of this again. Um, so just do it fast. We're gonna just do it fast. We we talked for probably twenty minutes about animated movies last night, but we're gonna just kind of blow through this list so we can get on to the other stuff because we really don't want to. I don't want to record all of this shit again, but uh, I also don't want to put that episode up. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we're gonna count down from five to one. Our top animated films. We're talking Disney, Pixar, DreamWorks, things of the like. Not anime. Not Japanese. Not a. You know, there's some American animated movies that I would have liked to put on there, but. Uh, let's say computer generated, not hand drawn. That's a good way to break it down. Yeah, I mean, I have one hand drawn on my. That's hand, true. But... If I had included Fantasia, then that would have been. So, uh, we did top five. We're gonna start at number five. What was your number five? Number five was Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. That's right. Uh, my number five was uh, The Incredibles. Uh, what was your number four? Coraline. Coraline. Yep. Yep. Solid. Uh, my number four was Wreck It Ralph. Um, I almost feel like we we probably could have cut the animated stuff from the first episode into this one, and then just recorded the second half. Yeah, probably could have. Fuck it, it's too late now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Wreck It Ralph, uh, which 
would have put higher, but I was a little disappointed by kind of how halfway through the movie it changes tone. It goes from being about Wreck-It Ralph to about uh, Sarah Silverman's character. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Uh, Vanellope. Vanellope Von Svitz. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what was your number three? It was The Incredibles. The Incredibles. My number three was Monster Inc. Monster Inc. Singular. There was this one of them. Um, this is fucking Billy Crystal. Um, I actually, you know, in retrospect, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my, my number three the Monsters uh, series because University is really good. Yeah. Is that someone at the door? I don't know. You've got to be shitting me. We get interrupted every time we record. It is almost ten o'clock on a what Monday night. Yep. Ain't nobody in this building right now. The only thing I can think is people downstairs seeing if anyone's in here before they lock the doors. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, it's raining. That's what it is. <laughs> it's on the roof. Okay. But when I only I can only hear out of one ear, so it sounds like someone's coming up the stairs, but it is. It started raining when I got outside. Yep, that's what it is. Is it? I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> Whatever. I don't I don't care. So uh, my my number three is the Monsters uh, series. What's your number two? Is the Toy Story trilogy. Toy Story trilogy. Uh, my number two is Megamind, which uh, in terms of movies that I enjoy, it's my number one animated, but I couldn't put it in front of my number one because my number one is far too important. What's your number one? My number one is Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. That's your hand drawn. Um, my number one is Toy Story. It's important because it's the... It was the first, you know, fully CGI Pixar movie. Um, and it was also the movie that started the Pixar shorts that they ran before everything. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it was the old man playing chess. Yeah. Um, that was before Bugs Life. Oh, shit. I forgot all about a Bugs Life and ants. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I didn't like a Bugs Life, the movie, but I fucking loved the video game yeah. on N64. Um Maybe even PlayStation One. But yeah, it was on PS One. Was it? Yeah, because I have it on. Uh, I downloaded it for from the PS Network. That's right. So it wasn't in sixty four. It was PS One. That game is awesome. <laughs> um, I just remember having to beat all of the the bigger bug boss big bug boss battles. Um, where like you'd get to a certain level and it was like you have to hide under leaves to hide from fucking the caterpillar spit. You're like, oh, all right. <laughs> Those games were ridiculous, but they were oh so good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember who voiced people in that movie. I'm, I know it was famous people. Well, obviously they were famous, but like like <laughs> people that I don't think you would expect to be in a Bug's Life. We're gonna have yeah. to we're gonna have to fill some time while I look up a Bug's Life. <laughs> it's gonna bother me if I can't figure out who starred in that movie. Yeah, I forget. Flick is some comedian. I don't remember who. But... Uh, did they ever make a Bug's Life too? Because when I searched for it, it, said there was one. No. Or it's happening. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. They're doing all sequels now, pretty much. I know. I wouldn't mind a Bug's Life too. It was um, Dave Foley. Oh yeah. Um, Dave Foley, Kevin Spacey, Hayden Panettiere, David Hyde Pierce, Dennis Leary, um, Brad Garrett. Yeah, that's right. Man, that's a good ass movie. Oh, shit. I didn't know that A Bug's Life is based on a fable, The Ant and the Grasshopper. Hmm. Toy Story was 1995. A Bug's Life was 1998. Man. Well, who was in Ants? Wasn't that Brad Pitt? I don't remember. Oh, it was Woody Allen, Gene Hackman, Sharon Stone, Sylvester Stallone, Christopher Walken, D- 
Danny Glover and Dan Aykroyd. No wonder Bugs <laughs> Life did better. Like the only thing that could have made it worse is if, if like Gary Busey was in it. <laughs> um, so that's our top five animated list. We're going to. Uh, I think we're going to make it a weekly thing. This one we kind of blew through because we we got other stuff to do. But uh, what do you want to do for next week's man? What do you want to do for our next top five? We'll do it uh, next Sunday. But I don't know. I got a I got a few written down already. That's right. So. How about uh, weren't we going to do top five? Uh, we could do top five. Well, what do you what do you have written down already? What do you have re- prepped? You, we're still working on our, our horror movies, which we've expanded to ten because it's such a difficult yeah, one to I do. Have that I have sci-fi. Just like sci-fi period, or yeah, sci-fi movies. All right, it's just pretty much the genres of movies. We could do top five sci-fi. And I do do have comic book movies too. Comic book movies. Let's, we should have done that for this week. Yeah. Wait, do you already have comic books done? Yeah. Let's do that real quick since we're going to talk about it's, Captain America. I'd change it, though, now that we've seen All Captain right. America. All right. We'll do top we'll, – in um, in honor of Captain America, too, which we're going to talk about tonight, we'll do top five comic book movies um, next week. It's I My list has been, hasn't changed in a long time. Captain America Winter Soldier probably will enter the five, but it's not going to be number one. I could probably throw it in here. We want to do it right now. You don't have to pardon the noise. I'm eating chips. I'm starving. I just worked a 13-hour shift, and all I took with me uh, was fucking crackers. <laughs> it, it did not go well. <laughs> I was eating crackers, like, and then the, we're doing March of Dimes right now, and the, the Upper Valley March of Dimes person came by and dropped off a bucket full of chocolate. Needless to say, that bucket's gone. <laughs> I was eating it by the handful, and then I walked by in the mirror and saw my, my man titties, and I was like, no wonder. <laughs> And, like, some lady was like, can I have chocolate? I was like, no! Are you going to donate to March of Dimes? She's like, well, no, 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 of course not. I'm like, get the fuck out of my store. I don't get no chocolate. Oh. Oh, my God. Was good. <laughs> Taking that bag to the dome right now. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll do it next week. Because right. I, I want to tweak it a little bit. I want to maybe go back and rewatch some of the X-Men movies. Um, yeah. So the big thing was the whole reason we recorded this podcast it was so funny because we were, I was in such a hurry to do it. <coughs> oh, my God. I'm choking on a chip. We did it in such a hurry last night because we had just seen Captain America. But actually, now that a day has gone by, I have a little bit better perspective on the movie. And I uh, I see I see a lot a lot of different stuff than I saw last night. I also did a lot of research because there was a lot of things that I picked up on that I wasn't sure about. But I did find more evidence supporting the Marvel Civil War thing that i got dude i think i'm the only person that's picking up on this because i looked and i looked and i looked and no one is in on it Hmm. i like i said i'm either totally on top of something that no one else gets or i'm i'm reading way too much into like 30 seconds worth of that movie yeah but if i'm right oh my fucking god dude (laughs) i'll be like i said this shit in april (laughs) like actually i almost picked up the marvel civil war book today it was pretty expensive though it's yeah it's like fucking three inches thick though isn't it yeah there's um you can do it by the trade paperbacks, which break it up by which side you're looking. Actually, Books a Million has the um, <clears throat> the trade paperback version on their on their uh, their L- like their cheap bins. You can get them for like four bucks a pop when they're normally fifteen. Hmm. So you can actually pick up the first like because they they break it up by which side, whether it's Captain America, or Iron Man, um, the pro reg and anti registration. And then they, there's the prologue, the epilogue, and then there's like the initiative, and there's a bunch of other side stories. 
if you pick up the Marvel Civil War hardcover, it's all of those things, and that's why it's like ninety dollars or some shit. Yeah. How much was it? Forty. Yeah. Would you uh, Newberry Comics? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's worth the money. Um, it's an incredible story. It's actually one of my favorite storylines because it actually uh, there is a beginning and an ending. Most storylines they like they start them and then they continue for like eight years, and then they finally they get done. They're like, no, oh, let's do it again. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, we're gonna just start, man. We're gonna go sequentially this time. I didn't, I didn't fuck around. You see these notes? Yeah. Homie, don't play. <laughs> <laughs> I had all these notes written the last time, and I was like, yeah, I don't need them. So, uh, the trailers. We'll start right with the trailer. Um, <clears throat> there was a trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy, yep. which is uh, coming out in August. It's it's uh, gonna be a very important movie. If it does well, it's gonna be huge. It's gonna it's gonna smash all kinds of records. Not like Avengers records, but you know, like Batman records, maybe. Yeah. Um, if it does poorly, it's irrelevant whether how it, if it does badly, um, because bad for Marvel is still pulling in like half a billion dollars. Yeah. Good for Marvel is like one point two billion. Um, you know, good for DC is like eight hundred million. Bad for DC is like Green Lantern levels, like <laughs> like a forty million dollar budget pulling in like twenty three mil. <laughs> um, which is why we'll never get another Green Lantern movie, <laughs> at least not with fucking Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. So uh, there's Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I don't know anything about the story except it's just going to be a like, traditional orig- origin story. Um, I tried to find out whether it's based on the new Guardians of the Galaxy comics they're running right now because they hadn't done a series uh, for a while. They had done um, a Peter Quill Star-Lord one, I guess, in the early 2000s, but I did not remember that. Um, but uh, So we're going to talk about a few things. Big thing is... Uh, uh, you, you know, we were talking about Peter Quill, who is Star Lord. He's the he's the main character, but it's played by Chris Pratt, who is uh, Andy Dwyer, if I'm not mistaken, on Parks and Rec. Yeah. I actually, th- I was looking at the timelines. I think Chris Pratt left Parks and Rec because of this movie, because hmm. um, he had gone from being like a like a secondary character to a part of the main cast. Yeah, um, and then just out of nowhere, he leaves Parks and Rec with uh, with Rashida Jones and. And the other person that left, I should have looked into because we talked about it yesterday and I couldn't remember. <laughs> it almost ex- it exactly lines up with Guardians of the Galaxy because you figure Parks and Rec records probably or shoots probably a year in advance. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy also started shooting last year. Um, and he left at the end of this last season of Parks and Rec. So I think the timeline matches up. Um, I don't blame him. Yeah. He's going to go from making like a hundred thousand maybe every couple months to like, if this movie takes off, like he's going to be star Lord in every Marvel movie for the next 30 years. Um, just like everyone else that has their role. Like there, you can't recast somebody once. Like if they recast Iron Man, fucking there'll be riots in the street. Yeah. Like if at this point they, I don't, after, after Captain America one, I was okay with the idea of them getting rid of Chris Evans after two. Fuck. No, <laughs> there's no way they could get rid of him. Um, same thing with Hemsworth and Thor. Like, you just can't recast them now. There's no way. Yeah. So, Chris Pratt. Um, Vin Diesel is the voice of Groot. And when I found out, I was like, Ugh. but then do you remember what Vin Diesel's first movie was? Um, it was yeah. also a voice acting gig. And he uh, only says one word, just like he does in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yeah. It was the Iron Giant. And uh, so I was kind of like, Ugh. But then you realize, like, Groot only literally says Groot and I am Groot and variations of that. So the voice acting is 
basically they probably recorded those three lines and just put them in when they needed them to. Yeah. With like different like, all right, now you're sad. He's like Groot. So now you're angry. He's like Groot. He's like, oh, now you're in trouble. He's like Groot. <laughs> like Vin Diesel's getting paid like like 500 mil to just say one word. <clears throat> um, you have Bradley Cooper as uh, as fucking Rocket Raccoon, um, which I was pretty excited about. But then I heard the Bradley Cooper's voice for it, and yeah. in a lot of variations, uh, Raccoon has an accent. He does not have an accent in the movie. Hmm. He sounds just like Bradley Cooper. I actually picture Bradley Cooper from The Hangover in a raccoon suit. Um, <laughs> that would be a good. Hangover Four, <laughs> the raccooning, <laughs> the raccooning. Um, and then you have Gamora, who is uh, Zoe Saldana who is amazing in just about everything she's in. Yeah. Uh, she was really good in Star Trek, even though she's not a huge character in those. Well, she's a, the character is huge, but she wasn't a big part of those movies. Um, she's done some other stuff, though. I can't remember, but so she's done some good stuff. Yeah, I think she did Columbiana. That's right. I'm pretty excited. Um, but the reason all this is important is Guardians of the Galaxy does well. Um, the current comics, and in a lot of comics, Iron Man intertwines with the guardians of the galaxy especially in this comics run and so if iron man if if the iron man that we know runs into guardians of the galaxy that you're basically tying avengers to guardians of the galaxy um we could talk about dave batista being drax the destroyer but uh i'm just gonna let that go oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that was that was the one casting i was like mm, okay <laughs> he's got the muscles for it but in like real life, he's covered in like tribal tats, yeah. and I thought they were gonna CGI out like the tats, but instead they just turned him red. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what he looks like in the comics, but they just kind of were just like Photoshop and like bloop, it just made everything <laughs> red. <laughs> um, so that's pretty exciting. That was the only comic book trailer attached to Captain America, though, right? There was no yeah. there was no X Men one. No, I don't think so. Fucking sh- well, there shouldn't there shouldn't have been, but there should have at the same time. It's going to be the most delicious podcast ever. <laughs> um, so then, oh my God, these are good. You need to talk for a few minutes, Zach. I don't know if it's going to happen. What would you think of Captain America? <laughs> that was pretty awesome. As awesome as these <laughs> chips right now? Apparently not. <laughs> Do you want some chips right now? I'm good. This bag's going to be gone, man. <laughs> If this podcast was barbecue flavored, I would eat it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so ooh. I'm out of water now. <laughs> I think I found our title of what? this podcast. What is it? The most delicious podcast. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Lay's barbecue potato chips. Fueled by potato chips. The most delicious podcast ever. You will definitely get a boner. <laughs> um so Captain America, this is going to be so much easier now that I have my notes in front of me because last time I was trying to remember everything that happens in Captain America and it was so difficult. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, right off the bat, like, like literally in the first two minutes you meet Falcon. Yeah. Like the first scene is him running around and uh, you, you don't know that it's Falcon and even Captain America doesn't know it's Falcon, but it's Falcon, um, which is pretty sweet. Uh, the big thing with that is... And a lot of storylines, a lot of well, Winter Soldier, but a lot of non-Winter Soldier storylines, Falcon is like, is Captain America is like Robin to his Batman. Yeah. So you see a lot of Captain and Falcon, 
Captain Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I'd watch that movie. <laughs> Captain Falcon movie. Um, which is really important because he's the guy that plays Falcon signed on for a handful of movies, uh, which means basically everyone's going to have a sidekick rolling into Avengers, which means people are going to die. Uh, there's no way that everyone's going to get through the Avengers and not be dead. Um, but the biggest thing is uh, you meet Falcon, but at the end of the movie, and this is the part we'd say spoilers are ahead, but fucking according to Facebook, everyone's seen this movie, so I don't care. Um, Falcon's, you know, wings get clipped, if you will. He doesn't have his pack, and if I'm not mistaken, they make it clear that that's the only one left, or one of the only ones that they could get their hands on. Yeah. So... No one, you know, at the end of the movie, he doesn't have his his gear. So either they're going to have to find a new one or they're going to enlist, like, Tony Stark, Bruce Banner kind of thing to make it happen. Which is all the more reason that he's going to be in the Avengers movie. Um, Because in between now and then, we only have Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the only thing coming out. And and potentially Ant-Man. But that's I don't think he's going to have anything to do with Ant-Man. I I looked up the release dates. It's next year. Wait, which one is Ant-Man or Avengers? Yeah, both. But, uh, let me see. Perfect time to eat more chips. Yeah. Avengers is May 1st of next year. Ant-Man is July 17th. Oh, man. Mmm. Mmm. That's not good. Yeah. I have all the release dates right here. Actually, that's really bad. That means Ant-Man means you're either going to have to introduce Ant-Man, Hank Pym, in Avengers... Or he's going to be not related to the Ultron that we're getting, which could also be bad. Um, it is, so nothing out in, in between Guardians and that, right? Uh, unless you count Big Hero 6. No. <laughs> I don't. No. Man. They really should do Ant-Man first. That sets up the Avengers perfectly. Just like this podcast set up these chips. <laughs> Oh my god, they're so fucking... I'm gonna take the bag home. <laughs> I'm gonna leave a five on the desk and just take them. Sorry, man. So, uh... Alright, so you meet Falcon. Falcon's pretty sweet. Did a very good job. Um, Falcon, at the end of the movie, we're gonna skip around time-wise, but uh, I did I did everything so it flows so fluidly. It's gonna be amazing. So Falcon, uh, at the end, beats up the mercenary that <clears throat> we thought was with S.H.I.E.L.D., and then it became Hydra, and then realized that he's kind of doing his own thing. Um, that mercenary's name is Brock Rumlow, which is the the civilian name for Crossbones. Um, I actually I had to look up Crossbones because I said last night that I'd only seen one thing with him in it, and I it was like 2005. I didn't remember anything. He's uh, he's just your standard like non superpowered supervillain. He's uh, he's just like deadly with shots, and he's he's basically like fucking Deathstroke from DC or or Deadshot. Um, but in the movie, he's not Crossbones. He is just Brock Rumlow. But yeah. uh, at the end of the movie, when the helicopter when the helicarrier crashes, he gets all burnt up and shit. Yeah. And Crossbones wears a mask, so I think that was the they were either they were teasing it and it was like fan service or they're gearing up for him to be a part of something. Yeah, he had the uh, straps across his chest Yeah. Too. So I was pretty excited for that. Um, more importantly, he, uh, Crossbones, I, I went I went as far as looking at people's first appearances and there's a lot of correlation. Um, Crossbones' first appearance was Captain America 359, which is 1989. Um, it was also around the time that Falcon got big. So I think... 
even though they pulled the Captain America storyline from like the mid two thousands Ed Brubaker Captain America, I think they pulled a lot of the characters from the same timeline. Um, and Crossbones typically is attached to uh, the Red Skull, who was not in this movie, but he's never really dead. Um, mm. He's a fucking genetic neo-Nazi. Like, <laughs> dude's not going to die. Um, and he's a big part of the Civil War storyline, which was the other thing that I found. Um, I totally forgot. But uh, he he hypnotizes Sharon Carter and it, and has her attempt to shoot Captain America and he, and they do they do hit him um he doesn't die but you know i figure you take you have crossbones uh you have the civil war storyline which is I, a few things get dropped um i don't know how they're going to do it but i just i have this feeling that uh, uh ultron age of age of avengers age of ultron <laughs> avengers age of ultron is going to tie into the civil war somehow um sharon carter is in the movie uh, you don't know who she is near, until like near the end. I had I had suspicions because um, they didn't ever really say her name, and she was like Agent This, she was a hot neighbor, da da da. But then when they when they showed Peggy Carter in it, I was like, oh shit! I was like, that's got to be Sharon. Um, they are doing Sharon the niece, not Sharon the daughter, because uh, Sharon the daughter would be like sixty in this movie. Yeah. So it depends on what storyline you read. Um, she was the a niece for a long, long, long time. And then like in the nineties, they were like, Oh, it's her, it's her daughter. But like the math just does not add up unless she was pumping babies out at like 58, which is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sharon Carter's in it. And at the end you see her, uh, at the firing range with the CIA outfit on, yeah. which is a big deal. Cause, uh, she's a part of shield. She's a part of, uh, the CIA. She's agent 13, um, which is a big deal. So I, I think that either they were teasing it again to make us happy or Sharon Carter is going to play uh, a love interest in maybe Captain America 3. Um, <clears throat> we'll talk about real quick the first villain you see in the movie and the shortest villain you see in the movie, uh, Mr. Georges St-Pierre as uh, Batroc the Leaper. He's, uh, he's in the movie for like maybe five minutes. Yeah. Um, pretty badass. I think... I think actually out of the movie, he's the only one that really, really like stands up to Captain America. Winter Soldier does well, but he's always like shooting grenades and shit. When it was hand to hand, Captain America got his ass beat for a few minutes <laughs> with that Superman punch and uh, throwing like the alternating scissor kicks. And uh, that shit was, I, 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 we talked about it yesterday. The only thing I could think is if he had fought like that in the UFC, shit would have been amazing. Yeah. Speaking of UFC, <laughs> did you see that they cut Jake Shields today? Yeah, I saw that. Um, I was like, why? And then I looked at his record, and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> hasn't finished a fight in, like, five years. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, there's this big deal because Bellator is picking up all of UFC scraps. Even the World Series of Fighting just signed Melvin Gillard. Yeah, they um, have John Fitch, too. Yeah, which John Fitch got cut from the UFC and then did really well. Um, but Bellator was looking for someone to step in against... Uh, oh, their, their, their middleweight champ or whatever, and I think they're going to pick up Jake Shields. Yeah. Jake Shields should be in the next <clears throat> Avengers movie. <laughs> he could just be a guy that stands there. Um, but then, you know, the biggest villain in the movie is, of course, Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes. Um, that's important because Winter Soldier is is basically the most important Captain America. I'm going to pan as I talk. There we go. I dropped my notebook. He, he's probably the most important Captain America character, except Captain America because um, Bucky is the sidekick for a long time. When Captain America, quote, dies, Bucky Barnes slash Winter Soldier becomes Captain America for, yeah. like, five years. 
mid two thousand five they do that story again. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I get. I was looking into it, and it's like hinted at that that's going to happen. Which I wouldn't mind, but uh, they need to they need to like do Cap three first before, yeah. or maybe have Captain America three be when that happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's that one shot where Bucky uh, catches a shield and it's paused on for a while. Yeah, that was amazing. The whole Winter Soldier uh, storyline was incredible, and it was so funny because in the first one, um, I did not, I didn't think Sebastian Stan was that good of an actor. I kind of was just like, whatever. Um, but then in this one, it was like, even though he didn't look like a supervillain, he just looked like a regular dude with shitty hair, um, like some fucking a wig, some black wig they dyed. Like he's brown haired in the first movie. How the fuck did he get the jet black hair? Yeah. Um, but they're going to, the, the bionic arm plays a big part in a lot of stuff. Um, I'm hoping maybe that'll play into Avengers. Because uh, the Avengers is going to be all about tech. It's like there's no magic in that movie. It's going to be just straight technology. Um, in the middle of the movie, they talk about Doctor Strange for like maybe five seconds. A few people in the theater got it. I got it. Um, I just wasn't sure if it was a name drop, so I had to look into it. And it's not. He's going to get his own movie. Um, Doctor Strange movie is going to be fucking crazy. But uh, more importantly, he's going to be a huge part of Marvel Phase 3, which is after... Avengers 2, yeah. um, that's going to be, you know, Cap 3, Thor 3, Black Widow if we get it, Ant-Man. Because um, technically Ant-Man will be Phase 3 as well because Avengers is the change of the phase. Um, but the Doctor Strange movie is uh, is going to be huge because they're they're starting to get into the magic part. Like yeah. Thor is, is like the fantasy magic, but with the inclusion of Quicksilver and... Uh, and Scarlet Witch, who they, uh, you know, like you said, they can't be called mutants apart because of the Fox deal or whatever. Um, they're going to play it as magic. And Scarlet Witch is magic. But uh, between Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange, like, that could be an incredible movie. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty excited. But Doctor Strange isn't going to be until, like, 2016. So we got a long yeah, time. There's a, there's a few untitled things on the release dates. Yeah, I looked through all of them. And uh, just to get the confirmation that Doctor Strange is happening, um, we were talking about, uh, you know, Winter Soldier. The storyline they picked is based on the Ed Brubaker Winter Soldier, which if you can find the the hardcover of, it's worth getting. Uh, I have a lot of the single issues, but I don't have the entire run, so I couldn't loan it to you. Um, I do have almost the entire Civil War, but I have them in individual issues, so I literally would have to stand like hand you a stack. Yeah, and it's just so much easier to pay like forty bucks and just get the hardcover. Yeah, I've been looking around. Still, I don't know where it's, to start. It's uh, I did nail down some places to start. It depends on what you want to read. Like, if you're trying to read the shit that's going on in the in the movies, it's going to be almost impossible because they're cherry picking from different stories what they want. Yeah. But if you just want to find a good starting point from everything, like there are a lot of good starting points. Like, what are you interested in reading, man? Anything really? That's gonna, don't don't fuck with like, because you got to. I don't know if you remember, but Netflix signed a four a four TV show deal last year yeah. for um, Iron Fist, which is fucking going to be amazing. Luke Cage, The Defenders, and maybe something else. Uh, Daredevil, I think. Daredevil. And you know, when they do Daredevil, you have to do Elektra as well. Yeah. Um, maybe it's not The Defenders. Maybe it is Elektra. I thought it was The I Defenders. Think, I think it is Defenders. Yeah, because that's 
basically all the people we just named off are a part of the defenders at some point. So, yeah. so they'll probably do individuals. And as then, long as Ben Affleck isn't the fucking Daredevil <laughs> again. He's Batman now, so. Sorry, Chris Evans was Human Torch and Captain America. That's true. I never. I remember when they cast him, and I was like, "The fuck!" <laughs> I was like, "Was you? You don't get to play two superheroes." And technically, he was uh, a superhero. Not superhero, but he was superpowered in Scott Pilgrim as well. So that's yeah. three times he's played a super being. And in Push. Oh, shit. That's right. I hadn't thought about that movie in a long time. Probably since it came out. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, okay. <laughs> um, so this, you know, there's there's a lot of good places to start. Like, if you're interested in Cap, um, this actually, this last Marvel reboot has been pretty good. Um, every couple of years you get... They they cut all the stories off and then they start new ones, which is is good and bad because if a story is going really well, like you know at some point they're just gonna redo it, much like every movie in existence. Yeah. Um, DC has been a little better about it, but Marvel had like Marvel Now and then like Marvel Now Point One, and they literally keep putting titles out and then restarting the titles in the middle, um, which has been good for me because like if I get behind a couple episodes or a couple issues, I can just buy the new one and start over, but. Like, sometimes they're really good. You're like, you can feel that they're winding down. Here's like, no, please don't. Um, and I, I was upset because I was looking into Avengers Age of Ultron, and they just did Avengers Age of Ultron in the comics last year, and it is not based on the comics. Hmm. Um, I guess they were they were shopping around Ultron based titles, and that was the one that stuck. But why the fuck would you name it after a series that just ran? Yeah, and then be like, oh no, it's not the same thing because that series was awesome. Because uh, I told you that uh, Age of Ultron was where they were tying in. Because they did Avengers plus X-Men and Avengers versus X-Men. And they just introduced Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. So in my mind, like, two you know two plus two equals four. Yeah. Uh, but because the X-Men aren't going to cross over into the other Marvel territories, um, they're not going to do Age of Ultron that we just read, which was, goddamn, it was so good. And it, it's important because it has all the characters that are, like, in these movies are a huge part of that series. Um, but I was looking at what we know about a Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, it's confirmed that Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are going to be in it. Um, I don't know if they were played by the characters that are going to play him and Captain because you see him for a few seconds. But Quicksilver yeah. is played by uh, Aaron Johnson Taylor or Taylor Johnson, the guy that plays uh, Kickass. Um, that's Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch is Elizabeth Olsen who was just in a movie and she was really good in it, but um, I don't think that was them in, maybe because they were younger. No. I think uh, it was Maggie Hall and Captain America, I think. Maybe, shit, I don't know. Look it up. We're going to have to. Um, Ultron, the, the artificial intelligence, is being voiced by James Spader, which I, hmm. when I think James Sp uh, Spader, I think The Office, but then yeah. I forget that he's done, like, did you see Blacklist? No, that's I think that's the Spader they're looking for, not like the Office James Spader who was yeah. a little out there, fucking alcoholic. Um, they're doing uh, Avengers is confirmed to have Baron Wolfgang von Struck, who was the the German Nazi guy that was in the middle credit scene in Captain America, the one that was looking at Loki's scepter, and he's like, "We don't need these fucks anymore. Like, we got this." Yeah. He's going to be a big part, um, and they've already cast Paul Bettany as the Vision. And uh, Paul Bettany is actually the voice of Jarvis from Iron Man, but now he is actually going to be the Vision, who is, um, it's that's huge because he's a big part of the Avengers storylines, especially the Ultron storylines, 
and he's fucking magic. He's none of that. He's not tech or anything. Like he's straight magic. Yeah. Um, and worst part, they as of early this year, Joss Whedon has said that Thanos is not on their short list for villains. Even though they've talked about him and they, you physically have seen him, he is yeah. not going to be in the movies. Huh. Which uh, is concerning to me. Why would you tease? Why would you have him be a post credits and then just be like, yeah, he's not going to be in the movie though? Yeah, I know. I've heard. <laughs> heard mixed things about that well i read uh in early this year joss whedon was because he was uh was talking about how they had teased thanos and they'd been teasing all of the like the infinity gauntlet and the mind gym and loki scepter and all these things that come together um joss whedon said that they're trying to keep it grounded like even though in the first avengers you had all the fucking chitauri coming from like a different universe and shit the thanos universe of all places and he's like, oh, he's like, we want to do more, like, grounded it in tech and, and science and not do, like, the fantasy stuff yet. So Thanos is either going to play into Thor or they're just going to drop it, which I think that would is a total waste of of everyone's time if they drop Thanos now. Because they've been doing so much for him. Like, you physically see the Infinity Gauntlet at the end of Thor. You see Loki Scepter with the Mind Gem at the end of Captain America. You see the fucking Tesseract after every other movie. Why are you not doing Thanos? Like, yeah. Um, Avengers three would be Thanos, but Ultron is a Ultron is a bigger villain than Thanos in my opinion. So they're kind of they're doing the Green Lantern where you pick your biggest villain and you throw him out there and you're like, oh, what do we do? Because <laughs> uh, Green Lantern did Parallax the first one. Parallax is the most badass villain in Green Lantern history, and he fucking gets thrown into the sun. <laughs> like that's some Superman shit right there. <laughs> I was a little, I think that's why I hated that movie so much. Um, but with the parallax thing, they could have they set up Sinestro in the yellow. You still haven't seen Green Lantern, have you? No. Well, uh, the whole the Green Lantern thing is like you have the green rings, which initially were the only rings, and now they've expanded in the or the two thousands. They started doing different colors and stuff. Um, and Sinestro, who is like Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern's like best friend slash nemesis, uh, creates the yellow ring which is what overpowers green rings and at the end of the movie they tease sinestro in a yellow ring which is a big deal because that's like hal jordan's nemesis and da 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 and then they just dropped the franchise and it was like well maybe if you hadn't fucked around with the first one you know (laughs) we could have been we could have had this already because that movie was 2012 if i'm not mistaken that was three years ago almost yeah uh it pisses me off because I love Green Lantern. <clears throat> Actually, that movie was so bad, it made me not get my Green Lantern tattoo. I was like, I'm not trying to get in on this right now. Like, I'll give it a few years. Um, they need to do Green Lantern. They need to do a different Green Lantern. They need to do John Stewart Green Lantern, who is uh, who's black. Um, they need to get, uh, what's his name, like Idris Elba or whatever. Yeah. That motherfucker would be a good John Stewart. Um, it's basically the same character he plays in Pacific Rim. <laughs> just with the like, fucking ring <laughs> where he's like he's like, black power and he raises his hand and fucking <laughs> and the black ring is death dude he's just he's just fucking touching people he's like you're dead I'm like what he's like, I'm also taking your tv he's <laughs> like i have the greatest superpowers in the world but i can't get a fucking flat screen in this joint <laughs> give me that tv <laughs> oh shit that's racist but if they cast him I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah. Or, or you know, give it to Morgan Freeman, old ass John Stewart. He'd just be he'd just be doing a narration of his own flight through space, just like Red from Shawshank Redemption. He's, he's like, and Earth today. 
Fucking, I can't do, I can't do what I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Tim Robbins is it? <laughs> he just fucking plays someone. He plays Sinestro. This purple fuck. It's Tim Robbins. <laughs> oh my god. So Captain America, out of out of a five rating, uh, out of five stars, I give it, I give it four point seven. It's not a perfect five because there are some things that they could have done better. Yeah. Like had Agent Coulson in it. Um, and maybe show you know, Colby Smulders' titties a little bit. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, Maria Hill's really conservative, but in this movie, she just showed her titties. That would have gotten a five-star rating from Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also would have seen that movie like eight times by now. <laughs> how I Met Your Mother? No, How I Met Your Titties. <laughs> um, she's not doing anything now that that show's over. So, 4.7. Um, definitely excited. I think I'm more excited for Guardians of the Galaxy than I am for X-Men. Even though Peter Dinklage is an X-Men. Um, I'll watch anything with that handsome motherfucker in it. Have you ever seen uh, Death at a Funeral? Yeah. The British version? Yeah. Not the Chris Rock version? <laughs> <laughs> He's in both, I think. Yeah, well, no, he is. He is, but like, I don't. nobody wants to talk about the Chris Rock yeah. version. Yeah. Even though the Chris Rock version has Alan uh, Tudyk in it, who is, uh, if you ever watch Firefly, He's, he was Wa- Captain Wash in that. Not Captain Wash, I'm sorry. He was... Uh, I don't. He wasn't a captain. That was Mel. Whatever. Fucking dude. I haven't seen Firefly in like five years. Um, it was good, but he was that movie was fucking amazing. The British version was was fantastic. Yeah. I just love Peter Dinklage so much. I always have, but there's something endearing about midgets. <laughs> like Warwick Davis, love him. Uh, Vern Troyer, nah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a little weird. Have you seen uh, Life's Too Short with Warwick Davis? No. What is it? It's a. Uh, it's like. A fictionized version of himself. Like, does he play the leprechaun? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like trying to find acting gigs. And Ricky Gervais is his manager. It's oh pretty God. funny. Is it on Netflix? Uh, I don't think so. No, because it's HBO. Wait, is it a TV show? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, how recent? Uh, a couple years ago. No shit. It's pretty funny. I'll have to look into it because I, I, I'm hit or miss with Ricky Gervais. I like him more often than not, but sometimes. It, I don't. I don't love them sometimes. Yeah. Um. All right. What time do you have on the podcast? Forty-two minutes. God damn. Well, this is perfect because we have five minutes to talk about Game of Thrones. So last night was the Game of Thrones season four premiere, Two Swords. Um, what'd you think of Game of Thrones? I thought it was pretty good. Though I couldn't get on HBO Go because they fucking crashed it. I guess everyone. Yeah, that's what I read. Is like. The uh, basically right as Game of Thrones queued up, like fucking everything went down because yeah. everyone was trying to watch it. Yeah, I couldn't watch it till like two hours later. No shit. Yeah, I left here at eight, like eight twenty-five, but then I stopped at Subway and chatted for twenty minutes. So I did like literally a hundred miles an hour to get home. Got home at nine oh three, and right as I turn on, like, because of course, like I, someone was in the living room, so I had to run upstairs, got to my room, open the t, like open my door, th- turn the TV on, I had to find what channel HBO was on. I don't fucking know, and. uh Right as I turn it on, it's like dun 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 dun. I was like, no, no, I missed the open. Like, so I had to, I had to, I had to fucking wait until it was done, <clears throat> and then go watch uh, the DVR version of it. Yeah. Just be like, the fuck happened? Because there's no commercial, so it's not like I can go back and watch it. So I had to just, I queued up. I guess I didn't miss anything that important. I missed, uh, I missed them, him, uh, Tywin Lannister melting ice down. Or, or like, and then throwing like I guess a wolf into the fire. I don't know yeah. if that was a dire wolf. I only saw a minute of it. Um, I couldn't tell. I just saw that, and then it cues up the music. Um, let me eat another cracker. Or uh, chip. Uh, 
Um, so that was good. Uh, big things, big parts of the episode. Uh, the biggest part is Jamie gets his golden hand, yep. um, which is huge. I'm a little bit further than the show. In the, I'm further in the books than I am in the show, obviously, but only by, like, the part that I'm in in the books is only, like, maybe, like, ten chapters ahead of where the show just started. I'm trying not to go too far, um, but it's getting really hard to not keep reading because I'm like, oh, I got to know what happens. Yeah. Um, if this season does all the things that I think they're going to do, the season's going to be better than three, and three was fucking awesome. Um, you meet uh, Oberyn Martell, who is uh, also super important, and in his first, like, five minutes, he basically uh, bone and hose, <laughs> stabbing Lannister men right through the wrist, and then talking mad shit to, to Peter Dinklage. Yeah, he's like you little midget fuck. He's like, come here, <laughs> <laughs> and him and Bron are like, please, please, sir, we're here to welcome you. He's like, your family murdered my family. They raped my children. He's like, I'm gonna fucking kill every one of you. <laughs> and Peter's like, or not Peter, but Tyrion's like, okay, well, thanks for coming. <laughs> and he's like, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> As he walks by, he shakes hand. He's like, Hail Hydra. <laughs> 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 fucking i just <laughs> i've seen so many fucking stupid pictures about that shit in the last two days like i saw um i saw like a cat like hugging another cat and like the caption said hail hydra <laughs> i was like all right i should get a, i should get a tattoo on my neck that says that like with the fucking swastika <laughs> or a blast toy that says hail hydro pump <laughs> um so you meet you meet over in martel did you notice the recasting last night uh, for Dario Naharis. Oh, uh, yeah. Because it was, it was initially, I had read about it beforehand. It's not the first time they've recast somebody, but um, in season three, it was the long-haired, blonde, like, cut dude. And this one, he's the raggedy, fucking brown-haired, uh, bearded guy. Totally looked different, but they recast him. Uh, I don't know why, but they did. But I didn't realize this until I read the article. They've recast, um, uh, what's his name? Gregor Clegane, the the mountain, they've recast him four times, and I've not noticed at I all. I haven't either. Like, because I think the most you see him is in season one at the jousting tourney. Like, you see him for like ten minutes, and then like he just shows up periodically. But I guess every season it's a different person, hmm. and I guess like, it's almost like a running joke at this point. Like, <laughs> it's never the same fucking guy. But I don't notice because he's always wearing like a helmet and shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's it's the mountain that rides. I'm like, all right, cool. And like you see him like the back of him. All right, whatever, man. Um, but most of the episode, obviously 50% of the episode was Arya based, maybe not time wise, but like this, the Oberyn story is pretty like, Oh, he's here to kill everyone. All right. Tyrion's, uh, the Jamie part, Jamie was only in the episode for maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, you finally, finally get to see Brienne, uh, meet up with Marjorie Tyrrell because Marjorie was married to Renly when he got killed. And, uh, they're put. They're putting her in because she's now she's in uh, King's Landing and she's all like dressed up and shit. Yeah, it looks weird. Yeah, it does. It looks very strange. Um, my mom just texted me asked if I want lasagna. Fuck yes, I want lasagna. <laughs> Kidding me? I'm like Garfield in this bitch. <laughs> like I just sleep all day and eat lasagna. Um, but it was mostly Arya based. She gets Needle back finally from uh, from Polliver who took that shit of forever ago. Yeah. Uh, almost like, I want to say season two, maybe. Maybe early three. 
But uh, it, I don't know if you remember, but Polliver kills her friend Lamy, yeah. and she talks about it, but she <clears throat> kills him the same way that he killed him. That was weird. As Polliver <laughs> killed Lamy in the previous season, he right through the neck. And um, But I think it's starting to show that uh, there's something happens to Arya later that without getting into it, um, she's starting to turn into the character that she is now. She's a she's a bad bitch. She doesn't fuck around. But it's it's so strange to think that she's like twelve. Yeah. Um. They they focused a little on Sansa, but her character is like ugh, doesn't matter right now. She's gonna cry for the next three seasons. <laughs> um. But this season, I have high expectations because the the end of the episode they do the coming this season. They showed a lot of shit. Yeah. That uh, like, uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but. Uh, I think it's I think it's a spoiler, but I'll, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. if you want to close your ears, you can. Um, uh, Catelyn Stark is not dead. I mean, she's dead, but yeah. she's not done. Um, she comes back mm. as Lady Stoneheart, and uh, straight up fucking ghosts and goblins in this bitch. <laughs> um, I think she's coming back this season. This season has got to be the Purple Wedding, which is where uh, Joffrey gets stomped out. Um, I'm just spoiling everything right now, bro. It's all right. Whatever. Everyone knew about the Red Wedding beforehand. But I'm not going to tell you the deets, but all this stuff has got to happen this season because uh, to say some, some important shit goes down. And if you remember at the end of season three, I think one of the last lines is that the North will remember. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with basically the North, the North, <laughs> the North obliterated, mm, some shit's going to happen. Um, I'm pretty excited. I... I just love this show so much. I don't think I've been in, into a show as much as I am Game of Thrones since like since The Wire was on uh, since Breaking Bad. Yeah. Breaking Bad I like I literally would stop what I was doing every Sunday and watch Breaking Bad. Um Walking Dead I I went 5 episodes without watching one. I was just like whatever. I finally caught up and I was like mm, I still don't care. Yeah. Um got better though. It did get better especially at the end but <sighs> we wait 8 more months for they they literally did not do anything this season. Yeah. I think I think this whole season took place over the course of like five days. <laughs> like they get split up, they walk around, they walk around some more. Oh shit, a zombie. Oh shit, a regular person. Oh shit, they're cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> like, alright, cool. And then it was like next season on The Walking Dead. And it was like, ah, ah, but Carl. And that's the end of every season. Like fucking Rick's like, what are you doing? I'm doing things and stuff. Um so there's a lot of good stuff going on, but Captain America was good. Um I forgot that we saw Grand Budapest Hotel. We talked about it in yesterday's episode yeah. that you'll never hear. Um, we saw Grand Budapest Hotel after last week's episode. Very good. I would actually give Grand Budapest a five out of five. Yeah. I don't think they could have done anything better with it, except maybe uh, give uh, Willem Dafoe a little bit more time because he was fucking amazing, Yeah. Uh, even though he didn't do much. <laughs> Just a stone-cold killer. I do think the best part of that movie, though, is when he slams the door in the museum and cuts the dude's fucking Jeff yeah. Goldblum's fingers off. <laughs> I don't think anyone saw that coming. And I think someone in the audience was like, <gasps> yeah, and I was like, really bitch. Like, <laughs> that's what you gasp at. Did you see paranormal activity three? <laughs> or did you see, uh, the conjuring <laughs> shit? I had a fear boner that whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty awesome movie. They're supposed to be doing another one. Yeah. They're supposed to be doing a conjuring two. And then a movie about the Annabelle doll. 
Yeah, yeah. What I think they need to do is, because uh, I'm sure you, I'm sure you know this. I'm sure you've looked into it, but the people that that movie is based on are the people that actually investigated the Amityville Horror House. Yeah, they need to do that shit. Yeah. That would be like tie the two together, like the Amityville, the Amityville Conjuring, <laughs> or the Conjuringville Horror. <laughs> it's not like they haven't done all that shit before. But speaking of horror movies, um, we're we're sitting on a pretty solid short movie script or a short webisode. Um, that's pretty similar to Cabin in the Woods with a nice little twist. <laughs> um, the the stoner comedy that we wrote, I think. I don't know where we wrote it. We were just sitting around we're like, this would be funny if, and then we threw out ideas and it was like, we should do this. Yeah. And I kind of pieced it together. There's not a lot of dialogue because uh, I find that dialogue tends to be better if you, it's more organic, but you got to have some direction. Um, I also just didn't know what the fuck we were going to do with it. So I just kind of <laughs> like sketched it out and I was like, yeah, this will be funny. And then uh, just like let it sit for a week and then like a month and then like six months. <laughs> Every time we try and write something, we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then like two months later, we're like, did we ever finish that? <laughs> this podcast is actually the first thing that we've committed to since uh, since Twisted Legacy. Yeah. Because uh, filming is such like a time-consuming thing. Podcasting, like psh, just come up here and talk. I'm like, all right, we're done. Um, so we'll do one again next Sunday. We'll do our top five uh the fuck are we doing our top five on? Are we doing comic book movies? Comic book movies, yep. Yep. So my one through five is just going to be variations of the X-Men films. <laughs> <laughs> Days of Future Past is going to be one through five. <laughs> um, yeah, so we do comic book movies. We'll talk a little bit about... Uh, I'm going to find Zach a good starting point for comics. Maybe let you read some. But you're still reading Walking Dead. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you've burned out on that, though. No, not yet. It's tough to read the same series over and over and over and over again. Um I found that when I broke up what I was reading, I got through stuff a lot quicker. Yeah. Because, like, I'd be like, oh, shit. And then I'd read something. I'm like, well, all right, take a little break. Um, you should read. I've got a ton of graphic novel series. 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 Serials. Um, but a lot of them are not related to anything you're watching. So, like, it's hard to be like, here, you should read this. Oh, this is really good. Like, there's one called Why the Last Man. Why as in the letter, not W-H-Y. Um it's so good. They've been trying to develop it into a TV show for like 10 years, hmm. but it's so difficult to do. It's about a, it's about a plague or something to that effect. I, I can't explain it too much. Um, wipes out every male on the planet, except for, uh, this, this young guy named Yorick. And, uh, you can only imagine what happens with, with one male being left and just fucking a bunch of crazy period women running around buck wild. <laughs> Shit gets crazy. And it's about him uh, meeting up with his doctor and his and his mother's the president of the United States and uh, trying to get him across country from from like Ma Massachusetts to California. But, you know, there's no cars or anything. There's like it's just it's Walking Dead apocalypse style. But yeah. he's the only male and having to make it across the country, you know, hidden and not, you know, some fucked up shit happens to him. Basically, he's living every man's dream because everyone wants to rape him. <laughs> um, but it's super good. And uh, it's probably one of the top five most important graphic novels of all time. Uh, I'd put, like, Sandman as number one. Preacher is number two. I'm just going to do my top five real quick. <laughs> Sandman's number one. Preacher's number two. Why the Last Man is number three. Walking Dead is number four. And Supreme Power is number five. Um, nobody likes Supreme Power, though, but me. That shit was $4 for the hardcover at Newberry Comics. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. Okay, bye. Thank you.